0: Dispenses the pest, goofing out at the cons, ran the watch anime chicks with inflatable breasts. You might be a Trekkie. <laughs> Sit back and watch as the Uber geek goes and kicks it up a notch. Turn to the letter F in your dictionary and add this word to your vocabulary. Take a look, cause I'm the real McCoy. Damn it, Jim, I'm not a doctor. I'm just the definition of a fanboy, baby.
1: Listen up, fanboys. It's the Fanboy Planet Podcast. Gets more every and here's your host, a man who likes Disney Star Wars characters, Derek McCall.
2: And that
3: was a diss.
2: I know, and that's a way to get letters. This is Derek McCaw, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com. We are, of course, podcasting on April 15th, tax day. Are you done with your taxes? Oh, I totally am. I got my refunds. I did, too. Lon, you might want to fill out the paperwork tonight. You can get six
1: months more. I'll I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Okay,
2: We're podcasting from Elusive Comics and Games, 2725 El Camino Real Suite 104 in Santa Clara, California. The only place where Lon Lopez would buy his comics. If? If. They were worth buying. Oh, oh wow. Wow. snap! Tonight we're going to be talking about comics that are worth buying. But first, let's say, who else is with me? Of course, there's my fabulous announcer, one step away from being Charles Nelson Reilly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lon Lopez. And, uh, I'm about a quarter of a mile. From <laughs> closer than you think. Rick Brett Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> and... A rare but occasionally recurring, sort of like eczema, guest, <laughs> who's there in the center square, Chris Garcia.
0: Six-time Hugo nominee, Chris Garcia.
2: <laughs> Always a bridesmaid, never a bride.
0: Yeah, I'm yeah. not even a bridesmaid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got like a third-row pew, <laughs> about as
2: close as I get.
4: <laughs> ah,
2: but that's okay. Someday, someone on the Hugo committee will actually read it. Uh, So, yeah. You know, though, after a couple years of being nominated, somebody
3: eventually is going to go,
1: who's this Garcia guy? And then... It worked for Paul Newman. Mm -hmm.
3: And The Last Stitch of Drink Tank had lots of pretty pictures in it. Pretty pictures. It did. Did Frank Wu
0: draw some of them? Uh, No, actually. I don't think I had any Frank. It was all dedicated to Watchmen. So I did Uh a whole bunch of uh, fun little things I would find, and one of them was the... A little watchman felt figures that someone's making, yes, um, which are just absolutely adorable uh the the mini uh ozymandias is probably the cutest of them Aww. yes they're just they're just absolutely fantastic, but there are people doing weird like knit caps of the watchmen and there was some insane stuff in that. Yeah, outfit. there was some nuts stuff. Well actually you can get Rorschach
2: ski masks.
3: That's part of the oh, official that's licensing. Awesome. That is awesome. I need <laughs> one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. so if somebody wanted to get the drink tank, Chris, where would they go?
0: Why they would go to eFanzines.com, the only place I read my fanzines.
3: See we do the big pimping right up front.
2: When we right. were trying. You know, you, you took the time to show up, surprise me with your presence, might as well go ahead and pimp.
0: Yeah, that's right. Plug away. Of course, we're all
2: going to have fun at uh, – B- Now, if he stays, we know he loves us. <laughs> well, he likes us. OK. Um, right. Uh, we know we'll, of course, all be hanging out at uh, BayCon, uh, which Baycon. is uh, Memorial Day weekend. That's right, right. At the Santa Clara Hyatt, is that Santa Clara Hyatt. Hyatt, indeed. Are we still – are we in that weird room again? With the strange um, bathroom no, door they and have, raised sink, and they
0: have given me a room right off the elevators.
3: Do you know this for sure? I do know this. That's sure. not just Chris Garcia. This is hype? not just Chris Garcia. we going to This is for the Fanzine Lounge. But well, that's, that's where right, we hang right. out. Yeah, and, well, I just want to make sure people knew in case they were looking for. Yeah, you can Chris find
2: Garcia. us. You can find Chris Garcia and many of the fanboy planeteers at the Fanzine Lounge. Yeah.
3: Are Are we Chris, Chris will torture you with various. Uh, Mixed drinks. Well, we That's will do right. that.
2: We will do the podcast live, and I, I still don't know what the competition will actually be for this, but we have a pretty good prize for the podcast okay. this year at, okay. at Bacon. So I'm just going to up this now. Shall I say what what the, what the grandest prize is? I think so, because then people can make arrangements to be there. That's right. The brand new Star Trek Monopoly, the Continuum oh. Edition, which covers all of the television series. Now, does that not allow you
0: to roll a twelve so you don't breach space time? No, I
2: talking. don't know. Yeah, I exactly. don't know. That was for you. I, right? I, I got <laughs> that one. I haven't opened my copy of it up yet. But, but the company that that makes the Star Trek uh, Monopoly sent us an extra to give away. Uh, they said you know on the site, but I say at the podcast. Let it be a live podcast thing. So that's the thing. Come and listen to our podcast.
3: You could walk away, be a member of the studio audience. You could walk away with a Star Trek Continuum Monopoly edition, and if you ask, we'll let you say your name on the air.
1: Oh,
2: absolutely! Oh, wow! Absolutely. Well, you know, I got one it's up a on that. Standing invitation. Yeah, I want
1: to because I want to throw a bone to our actual listeners who listen every week uh-huh. and don't get anything. So, uh, those of you, you listeners out there, the of Lon Lopez, If you want to win ooh. something. I will be signing autographed uh, pictures of myself. So email in, and uh, I will get one out to you right away, foot loyal listeners. Thank you. And if
3: you send him a photo, he'll send you a photo.
4: <laughs> this just, yeah. get, this exactly. just turned
3: really creepy. Wow. You I, know, we do have some agenda to we talk We do about. have some agenda. I, was
2: I say just something. want to do it for the fans. I was going to say something else before, and of course— we're also there's there's rumor of a twenty four hour talk show that we'll be doing and uh, probably not going to happen it, not going to happen you bust out on there me. is going oh, to oh that be, was such a great
3: idea
0: it was a great idea um, the problem is we couldn't find anyone to act who actually had enough stuff to make it happen and do it really cool um, mm. but it might still happen at Silicon. So okay, well, I like have,
3: the idea of a twenty of four hour talk show because you could a, get Eric in the elevator to come in and talk to yes, you. Know. Yes, <laughs> yes, and
2: of course before, but before BayCon, we also have uh, Supercon, SuperCon May fifteenth and sixteenth, mm. think in San, San Jose, Jose. Uh, which incredible. Guest coming into this, Bruce Dern. Say, Bruce Dern. Bruce Dern. You explain to me why <laughs> Bruce Dern is going to show up on the convention circuit. I am praying that it's because Digstown
0: is getting a new DVD release. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm excited. This is my excited face.
2: Okay, we're gonna have you actually do the Bruce Dern interview just because I want to
3: hear you <laughs> ask if that's why or see him freeze up entirely. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, no, actually, I would do a regular interview and then at the end, just you know, adjust the tie, thumb up, thumb down, and. No Digstown fanboys around this date. What is not, the deal? I've not really, seen it. Jordan
2: yeah. Rosa moved to L.A.? <laughs> Sorry. Yes. Yes, he yeah. has. The last little connection you and he had together, Digstown. Let's go to your agenda, Rick, now that we've dug into everybody.
3: Have we pimped the store? We did. You we did. mean okay. elusive comics? And we did. The only place
2: Lon
1: buys his comics? Yeah, that's right. Lawn can buy Rick's comics. all about pimping tonight. I and am. Is. And it ain't easy. It it's
3: ain't not not easy. easy. It's hard I out here. I just want to make sure we cover all it's our friends. It's hard out here. I'm all about my friends. You're
1: all about
0: pimping
3: your friends. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah that that worked last week over dinner. But well, you know who I have
0: to pimp though. Who do you have to pimp? Uh, just because you know I I enjoy saying his name, Phil Folio. Oh, fellow Hugo nominee. Yes. And in an odd coincidence, is also the artist guest of honor at WindyCon this year, where I'm the fan guest
2: of honor in Chicago. In ah, Chicago.
0: Huh. So. Hmm. Yeah. Well, then I'd like to pimp a friend too. Okay. I'd like
1: to congratulate a high school chum of mine, Scott Morse. For an Eisner nomination, Mm -hmm. we complimented Joss Dysart last week. Yes, we did. And I just found out that our old buddy Scott was nominated. So congratulations, Scott. What's he up for? uh would you say coloring colorist, color uh
2: a colorist he's
1: a fantastic artist the okay.
2: fantastic
3: there's a great picture so he's not a tracer he's a filler inner. Yeah. he's actually no, just he's a all he around creator yeah. oh
2: okay. he whatever the book was it was something about tigers I, I, I Yeah, yeah. Time. i was I just looking it was just a chasing but I mean, he it's but not he, Southpaw. i know but it's, he writes but he writes i think straws. it was called tiger tiger or red I, tiger red, or something okay. like that yeah but he, the coloring was nominated, but he did all the work on the book himself, oh, okay, so yeah cool uh, and of course uh, yeah i and last last year, I was glad to use the connection of these boys to actually meet him because my children were enamored of his work on uh, the magic pickle, a scholastic <laughs> series about a superhero pickle, which we've enjoyed immensely reading over and over and over in our house, so mm. you must well, you, you must record it sometime yeah, mm. yeah. Wh- what what. <laughs> You wanted to talk about Flash Rebirth this week. I did, because I finally got a copy of it. And I think a shout out must go to Cardiangelo who sent an emergency shipment wow. of Flash Rebirth number ones to Elusive Comics and Games <laughs> from his shop, Earth Man. 2. Uh, <laughs> some dis- involved with FEMA. Some, yeah, because some distributors. That's like a
3: red claw- cross flying into a <laughs> devastated zone. Some of comics. distributor
2: was unable to apparently get uh, copies through, but Earth 2 came through in a, in a clutch because they had some extras. So I got a copy yesterday. Came in here, bought it, read it last night so I could talk about it tonight and say, yes, yes, the Flash is back. Chris leaned over when I said this. Is it Barry Allen back? Yes, Barry Allen is back. Lon had read it. Did you read it? Rick? I haven't read
3: it now. I, you I, can spoil it, I don't care.
2: Well, again, I I'm as troubled, I think, by this lack of continuity. that continuity thing of like whatever happens in Legion of Three Worlds has left Bart a very different character. Okay. And so I'm very confused. As to what's going on there with – he's very resentful. People are as resentful towards Barry Allen oh. and – that's not really adequately explained. Of course, that could just be Jeff Johns deciding that's a cool new direction
3: for sure. Bart to be in. Although, is I guess he still Im- is he still the matured Bart, or has he gotten? I found abided, that or? I found
2: that difficult to determine too. There was definitely he's reference.
3: back to being Kid Flash. So yeah, I'm yeah he's being, Kid Flash. He's that he younger. could Just be a teenager thing, you know.
2: Yeah, uh, but I realized Impulse actually never did appear in continuity with. Barry Allen as the Flash, so it's right. one of the things is he's never actually known his grandfather.
1: True, but he was always kind of an impetuous kind of jerk. Yeah, wasn't he? yeah. well, he
2: wasn't really the jerk. He was just you know you could see impulsive. Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he's, hey, he's basically that's where they impulse. The name from <laughs> Flick. Uh, so uh, and Barry, I also the, the one thing that they that uh, Jeff Jones sets up is Barry Allen's to like because of his time in the Speed Force is disassociate. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. I've been distracted by the fact that Lon Lopez has a Charlie and Humphrey T-shirt. That is aw- – That's freaking <laughs> wait wait minute. Minute. rad. <laughs> Except it says glue. I need glue and I think
3: that's somehow wrong. Humphrey no, is – No, that's right. Humphrey is kind of gang- uh, gangsta gangster looking. He's, he's heck of gangster.
2: Oh wait, but yeah. wasn't there something about they broke something on the show and yes. he's like, glue, I need glue. It was glue. a lamp and they broke it and he, glue. 1002, I need
1: 1002. stupid <laughs> things to <laughs> do. Borrowing, Borrowing without You're asking.
2: asking. <laughs> glue, I need glue. You're going to need lots of glue. <laughs> Charlie the horse and Humphrey the bulldog. Wow. Know, wow. I was at a Thank
1: you Pat McCormick.
2: I was
0: at an antique store once and there was an autographed picture of the two of them. That was signed. I couldn't. It was, they wanted, get ready. Hold on to your glasses. $150 for (laughs)
2: it.
0: Wow. Signed by Charlie Humphrey. And then in the middle, this guy, Pat McCormick. I don't know what he ever did. Yeah. But yes.
3: Wow. Yeah. He was their proctologist. (laughs) True.
2: Anyway. It actually uh, is kind of true. It is true. But they set up, anyway, uh, Mary Allen as not really wanting to reconnect with the people in his life. Because he's too concerned about all the impending disasters and so okay. forth. So, the, okay, and there is – and they're setting up – they set up a villain in the first – a mystery villain in the first two, three pages that's going around you know, committing murders. But – So we're back to the
3: light old flash. <laughs> yeah. The fun flash. You
2: know, on the one hand, I thought there's definitely – there's no gray area with Barry Allen and, and Jeff Johns is, writes it in a way to make that really clear that it's, there's no, it's all black and white for Barry Allen. He is the old-fashioned hero, and yet it's also kind of funny, you know, there's his comments about how the world is catching up to him, like people text messaging and doing six seven things at once. It's like, finally, people are starting to think <laughs> like me. And, you know, but he says something dumb about, like, not liking Hal Jordan when he first met because it wasn't until he called somebody a perp that he realized, oh, he's a cop. I'm like, but how do thought, think about it? Going, he was—he's a space cop. He's I thought the same cop, thing, but it wasn't—it's yeah. not legit. He's right. a test pilot. You know, that's what he is. Right, but, but yeah.
1: that—I I caught that—that that bothered me too. I was like, he's—he's he's not a real cop, and
2: sp- hes, you he's know, a space, space cop. cop. Those aren't be, real. Doesn't count. Yeah. So I, you know, I think it's—it's uh, it's cool. Although I did kind of think the artwork was a little rushed too. There were some definitely I think things where I thought the proportions and everything. I don't know. It, I was happy. I was quite pleased with the artwork. I. I liked it, but it's not the strongest work that, uh, Evan that Ethan Skyver has done. So, I don't know. But I'm
1: actually intrigued. I, it wasn't perfect. I'm going to be following it. it.
2: Absolutely. I told Steve here, put it. Please get it on my list. Make sure.
0: You want yeah. him to stick it in your box? Something like that.
3: Okay, good. You pick. Okay. Well, I just meant wow. You, wow. Your pull list. We,
0: we bring up Humphrey and Charlie, and things just go mm-hmm. downhill. Oh, man. Tragic childhood, <laughs> beloved childhood memory.
2: <laughs> hey, go, have you I'll heard go, of bees? I'll go quick. Well, there's a herd of bees chasing me. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: Loved that show. How do I follow that? <laughs> you I follow know. with Mike Grell and the Warlord re. re- Speaking relaunch. of going back in time, going again. back, I'll way go back, back, back in, in, time. in time. So, uh, when did this originally came out, what like in the late eighties? Oh, really? No, late seventies. 70s. Late 70s. Yeah. The really? Lost
2: World. Was, it was a first issue special. Oh, you're right. The you're last right. issue. The last. Ironically, ironically, it was like twenty cents an issue. The last think. issue of first, first issue special <laughs> <laughs> was the Warlord. Was the only one that actually went on to become a series. Yeah, yeah. and
0: he yeah. had a. Figure in the early '80s, yes, 80s yeah, Remco 80s or yeah. Yeah. like Remco, one of the yeah. He-Man style,
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were odd, all uh, steroided yeah. out. Yeah,
0: Remco had the worst licenses. They had that, and they had the AWA, the worst oh, of the wrestling.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah, and
3: they used the same mold. For <laughs> yes, all
2: of them. they did. So yeah, I was still in high school when the when the action figures were around. I didn't get
3: any, but anyway, oh, but and Lock- like most
2: three. <laughs> Nor of the action figures. But anyway, go ahead. But like most
3: Grail books, it's a, the art, art is great. The story's well paced. We're relaunching an old title with a bunch of new characters. What do you do when it's the, the premise is guitarists is inside the earth and there's, it's a land of always days. So you never, you never actually sleep. And they actually get into that in the first issue, but they're introducing a bunch of new people from outside who now find their way in through a cave in Tibet. And I really think I thought it was in the Antarctic. Or, he was in the Antarctic originally. originally. His plane went down into uh, into the Skataris, uh through a through a cave or something, yes. and, and crashed in there.
2: Now this is the second relaunch, right? Well, they did a relaunch that kind of rebooted without Mike Grell's participation. I think ah. Bruce Jones wrote it. It was about three years
3: ago, four years ago. I think you're right.
2: It, and all it really was doing was kind of modifying and retelling and. Oh, they, re- the, they, re,
3: they redid some of the relationships because he has got that yeah. buddy who has the mace for a hand, and um, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I read those and went uh, okay, but it doesn't yeah. seem to have any of the charm. The art in this is just clean and crisp, grill art. It's uh, fresh on the plate, uh, beautiful art. I'm I'm not enthralled with it because basically Travis Morgan was like uh, it was a very small bit in the story. It's mostly about the people finding the cave and stuff. And too much of that story, which you know is not going to be get getting back to, so who cares? Um, but you know, maybe. We'll but see. it is still What's the it, But it,
2: you're saying it is continuing on. From it is the continuing the
3: original. Uh, the original characters. The original series. Series. Uh, the cat who changes into a woman is there, and um, I know, I know, but don't they all? <laughs> yeah. Well, I always thought that was a rip on uh, Assignment Earth with ISIS.
4: Oh
2: yeah, you know,
3: could be so. Anyway, so the next one I wanted to kind of rant on is Time Storm 2009.
2: Marvel's latest attempt Slash to bring back, back the 2099. 2099 characters.
3: And I realized oh, having bought those, I, that was like one of the first series I really got behind on reading with all the 2099 stuff. And when I finally sat down to read it, I felt so cheated by it and originally mm -hmm. originally Mm -hmm. and this is just bringing all the cheat right back it's why did you feel cheated by 2099 because the story the characters are not interesting they're they're modifications on existing marvel characters that are weaker than the original the originals there's nothing exciting about them for me i just didn't care for a single one of them not even ravage not, certainly not Ravage. Stan Lee's return Actually, to a monthly series? The mm-hmm. only one I liked was Doom 2099.
2: I think I read a couple of Dooms. You didn't like Ghost Rider or... Oh, horrible,
3: horrible, <laughs> okay, horrible, I'm just horrible really stuff. Mean now. And the fact that yeah. they, they can't let that thing die and they've got to bring it back. Are they trying to protect the trademark? They
2: have to protect Why? the trademark.
3: Um, <laughs> they've got Spider-Man. <laughs> they've, they really think DC is going to do a Spider-Man 2099 or somebody else. I
2: know, it's just the concept. And, and there are people... That like You know, because th- this is the thing... And we've kind of gone through this with with, with Lawn. The three of us, shall we call it the stable of the ones of the fanboy planet. The hardcore. The, the tripod. The tripod. <laughs> hmm. Awkward, but I'm going to go with it. But we're really like three different... <laughs> Collectors. Three different time periods yes. in collecting, you know. Um, so... The people like Robert Kirkman who had tried to revive 2099 a, uh, a couple of years ago as well. There's this generation that they, the 2099 hit when this is like, oh, these are just new characters and it's a cool idea because there are people that are rabid fans of, M- of Miguel whatever his name. That it's the Spider-Man 2099. They love all the changes that Peter David made to give that character. The people, you know, that they, they have this font even though it tanked. They're, I mean, there are new universe fans in that that, yeah. in that series. Uh, that universe. And they is just tried totally to bring t- that one back too. Yeah. God, really. Yes. With
3: Warren Ellis, and it was
2: actually interesting. But
3: it's just it was a little Warren more Ellis. interesting, slightly more interesting than the original. But it didn't go the anywhere. One
2: th- the, the one thing that Warren Ellis wants to do, uh, least of all, is write comics, and so he keeps like getting bored. Um, and yet, it's something that's actually paying him to do anything. So, um, but you know, I, Lon, how are you on the Marvel 2099? Were you a fan of those? Never. Never, I
1: never got into any of that because. I don't know if it was when I was not collecting, or just maybe I was tired of the gimmicky stuff. I just couldn't find anything worth reading in that. The the Spider Man two thousand it just didn't yeah. intrigue me at all. So I just totally passed on all that
2: stuff. And then I had the Marvel next. The you know, I mean that's the thing. They've had so many different futures. Yes, and it was like a, it was fun when you had like the Iron Man of two thousand twenty or something. You remember that Ivo Stark? Yeah the yeah. The, the the bad guy. The yeah. bad guy, Iron Man. Didn't he
3: tie into Machine Man somehow? Yeah. yeah,
2: when that was just every now and then, you'd have that villain knowing there was a future version out but wasn't there. Wasn't
1: that way before two thousand ninety-nine?
2: Yeah, it was. Well, what they I'm brought him
3: back in that new Astonishing Tales or whatever it is. The, so they ought the to check that out three storybook. But
2: you know, I mean, that's the thing is that the Marvel took it, I think, too far by creating a whole universe set there. And I've always had the same problem with like you know, I recognized even with Legion Superheroes as a little kid. Oh, every year it was a perfect thousand years yeah. ahead of us, you know. Oh, now it's now it's twenty nine seventy one. Now twenty nine seventy two. Interesting. Yeah. You know that perfect matchup was just always silly to me. And now as we get closer to two thousand ninety nine, it's like we're not headed there.
0: Um, we're we're
4: we're not, we're that, not close. that close. <laughs> we're
2: not that close. No. You know? uh,
0: there there is nine, ninety years.
2: That's okay. You're yeah. gonna see it. Your cool. beard's
3: gonna see it. Yeah. They're gonna put your beard in a jar. <laughs> yeah, it. It's a root system.
2: <laughs> but we are. I mean, Ivo Stark was, or Ivo Stark was, uh, or, or Ivor, so it was like 2020. We we're close to that, and that future. You know. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I just, uh, I just felt like I like future stories when they just occasionally leak back. You know, but not when it's a whole. Well, this is
3: a this in this one. Our Parker goes forward in time to 2099. And immediately gets captured. in Parker, our okay. Peter Parker from from our current. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does he reveal his secret entity to them? Yeah. Okay. No, I don't know. Oh, so it's a movie. So, anyway, I, I think I'm wanted out on this one. I, I will not be buying it anymore. Okay. But what else do you I, want, I want to do? I did want to recommend, and I, I keep on getting turned. Uh, having been so, uh, yeah, we should talk about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, having been so down on the concept at the beginning, I am. Entirely turned around on dark rain and especially – Wait. When you, I
1: thought you said you were turned around last week. You turned I around again? No, I didn't turn. I'm, uh, not, okay.
3: I'm now – Turn around, bright four, eyes. 460 around. degrees turned around. Hey, in um, so inter, Invincible, Iron Man, and Hercules. I'm not going to go in deep on either story, but they're both – they are both deeply entrenched in the dark rain – Universe, mm-hmm. but not crossing over into anything else. Both playing into that universe, which is the way it should be done. Yeah, and and then entirely stories that are good and self-contained. And Iron Man is a is a nice. Uh, he's on the run and um, lobotomizing and, himself. Well, he he's done that already, and he's he's now trying to establish where he's going to be fight, have his base of operations to fight mm-hmm. the uh, Dark Reign, um, and then Hercules. Which continues to now explore the Greek god Pantheon on Earth mm-hmm. in a way that's very much like Neil Gaiman or um with mm-hmm. corporation. Yeah. So uh that's that's been a really good book and I love having Amadeus show in that story and they bring in um Namor and Namorta and, and but then they've recently been Namora. Bringing, Namora. Yeah, right, Namor, right, is dead. Namora's Namor is is back from the dead. So um I reckon, been your helpful Zorlac. It's it's funny for a book – Keeping it straight. For a book that came out of the, quote-unquote, the, the loss of the Hulk in that title and mm-hmm. putting Hercules in as the incredible Hercules, Hercules mm-hmm. or whatever, Yeah, um, it's exceeded expectations so much. As
2: opposed to the book that they actually put Hulk in,
3: which, which is nothing but, like, but
2: failed to live up to expectations.
0: Suck. Who's writing it?
2: Um, Jeff Loeb. Yeah, and uh, I go back to that WonderCon. Are you enjoying Red Hulk? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Actual panel quote. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Love that.
3: <laughs> the so. the uh, The next thing we had on our list was Blackest Night, and I added something for you, which was I've been seeing all the preludes for Blackest Night. The art, the mm-hmm. explain to me if if I'm gonna if I'm thinking about getting into this storyline, which frankly. It's going to be Marvel. It's going to be the DC zombies, right? It's DC zombies. No and question. So I'm a sucker for zombies, but can I get into this having missed all the other colors that they've gone through in the Green Lantern Corps? I
2: suspect that the answer is yes. Okay. I suspect it. I can't. Now, this actual Green Lantern Corps that came out today not a gesture to that no one can see, it's even in a bag, so no one can see it, Wow, uh, has, has Sinestro on the cover, and Sinestro's been a key, and they've kind of established that, but I think that the way they're trying to set this up, and DC's giving away Blackest Night number zero as the free comic book day offering. Now, I don't think... I, they better be doing one of their kids' books as well because I mean, it's not going to endear a lot of parents to them. If mommy, they, mommy, I get, want the dead <laughs> people coming. Like, oh, why is True Superman fuck. chomping on? Yeah, because <laughs> the Earth 2 Superman's one of the zombies. Oh, sweet. Uh, and Aquaman as well. Why is Aquaman he's one. eating Tusky? Uh, <laughs> that fish looks bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just a bad fish, man. Um that I think that all the other things that's going on with the colors, even though they've been building up a lot, it's really going to come down to. It's just going to be fun that <laughs> there's all these dead superheroes <laughs> and they've got it. So the living have to turn against in their cases. I'm sure a lot of their mentors, people that they've fought alongside with, and go. You know, I don't know who's lead. well. I think Black Hand, this the supervillain Black Hand, is probably the the leader of it. it. Was established in that DC Universe Zero last year. That the Black Lantern itself was formed from William Hand's um, life force. Okay, and so I guess he that character William Hand. William Hand is the Black Hand, is a oh, gold Green stupid. Lantern villain.
0: Yeah, he was a guy who couldn't sing on American Idol. That uh, uh, was, was, Hung. No, was yeah. I was singing yeah. on the other guy, Richard Head, but uh, he was a
2: different right. character. Anyway, um, so all the things with the different colors. Who knows how it's leading up? But they've been they've been dealing with Sinestro as Sinestro. And I I don't think – I don't like this as a retcon. Blackest Night on itself as a story will probably be really interesting. I don't like as a retcon that they've established that Sinestro, everything he's been doing has been to strengthen the core in order to get them ready for this prophesied uh, disaster of the dead rising. So it makes him – is he really a villain if everything – every betrayal he's done – Allying himself with accordions is like it's all been this master plan to go, yes, get the get the green – Did the, you just uh,
3: say he allied himself with accordions because that sounds really evil. With accordions?
4: For, for Lady in Spain, 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 I adore <laughs> you.
3: The accordions,
2: oh. not accordions. Thank you, Rick, for okay. playing in Lawn Sandbox. <laughs> Every
3: now and then you get a little dirty. <sighs> a you know little.
0: What? I totally got that song from a <laughs> – What?
2: Do you need the scoop? The scoop. We do. Okay. (laughs) Very good point. (laughs) You know the kitty cats. Get that out of your mouth. (laughs) Oh, that's not a baby Ruth. (laughs) So anyway, Uh, so it's okay. I think it's kind of silly to have all these multicolored lanterns, not all at at once, not as ethnicities. (laughs) <laughs> well, the, yeah, well, they've got – okay, so because we were mocking Steve Simonetti, the manager here at Elusive Comics Games, 275 and where else we went on for, San Clark, California. We were looking at the previews catalog and they had they have Blue Lantern shirts. So he was like, oh, there's a black – you can get a Black Lantern shirt. You can get a Blue Lantern or a Green Lantern. And I said – and the Blue Lanterns, their powers run – blue is the color of hope. So they, they're to inspire. And their leader has
3: big ears.
0: It's funny. When I go to Blue Lantern, I tend to get the uh, number four special. Yes. It's very, very good. Hey, we haven't eaten yet, so don't make oh, me hungry. Uh,
2: Blue Lantern. So,
4: <laughs>
2: so they've got hope. You've got the yellow lanterns, which inspire fear. Right. There will be the purple lanterns, which would be the star sapphires, the Zamarons. That's the color of love. Red Lantern is rage. I still don't understand that. They somehow, like, vomit blood instead of sending out plasma beams from their ra- – it's very That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. In concept, like, everything looks really cool. I'm just like, I'm having trouble. And then they introduced last month the – or in Green Lantern, the Orange Lanterns, which is the color of envy apparently because – by the way, green was taken uh, <laughs> <laughs> seventy I, years ago. I, I think it accidentally, some, I think it and they were letting go. <laughs> I think it has some <laughs> sort
0: of thing to do with uh, the Northern Irish struggle. <laughs> I, I, I'm I really, I not entirely uh, sure. I don't know.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> too funny. So, I mean, I thought there's like I'm, I'm reading that going green is NB Oh, oh. I guess because. <laughs> Green's already occupied on the spectrum.
1: So, what does the green signify now for a green lantern? It's will. Will. Uh, what? Yeah,
0: yeah. Because if he can will it, he can create it.
2: Yes. Oh. So red I is if, if you can be angry about it and throw it up, you can do it. I guess. Uh, you know, so.
0: <laughs> so it's about tequila. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's about <laughs> pretty <much>. salsa.
2: <laughs> pretty much, and their leader is a worm. Just
0: oh. oh.
3: Don't, don't eat him, Pedro yeah, McGillicuddy. Oh, well. that, you know, that is
0: profiling of the worst kind. Worms help us and grow our food.
3: Yes. Thank Speaking you. of which, I'm so No, oh, we're not going there. Um, we should move on. To I don't it. even know where we were going.
2: <laughs> Let's move on. Tell me, Rick, because you're in control awkward transition ever. You are in control tonight. Um, you're, you're the Outer Limits. Fables crossover. That's right. There's a, f- a first time in Fables history, uh, not the first time in Vertigo's history they've done a crossover, but the first time in Fables history. Though they've had two Who books. Did they cross over with. With Jack of Fables, which was a spin off book from there. Ah. So then it's on a crossover. Yes, then. it is. Oh. Because it actually, it actually even in Jack of Fables says he's like, okay, well, we've got a problem coming. No, there's been enough time and I haven't really talked to those guys. Why don't you go over and pick up their book? <laughs> and so and so, this month starts the and it's called the Great Fables crossover. So it'll be running for three months in the pages of Fables, Jack of Fables, and a new spinoff mini series called The Literals, um, which is basically that they've unleashed forces way beyond their ken, and they've got a and Jack. It's too much for Jack to handle. really all Jack wants. To,
3: <laughs> Sorry, it's too much for me to handle. Start a new book. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: that's the way it goes. Um, so, I mean, it's just I'm looking forward to it being kind of a free and breezy thing. They've got one of the, the oldest of the literals, which is this new concept they've introduced in Jack of Fables, um, has a pen that anything he writes will rewrite reality. And they've got to stop him because apparently the literals, in order to keep them from destroying our reality, is they com- periodically forget who they are. They have to be given amnesia, so they won 't be constantly recreating things and running things like through.
1: fifty first dates
3: <laughs> sort of only wow. without like the Senate you know yes,
2: you know I
0: actually read uh, the latest fables trade okay it 's up for the Hugo nomination. I was lost. Absolutely lost. Had no idea what was going on. Uh, this is the problem I think with fables, and it's a problem with uh, which is th- the latest trade.
2: That's the Hugo um, I don't know which one. it I'm trying it is.
0: to remember. It was. It had to I think it's called
1: year. Crazy Confusing
2: Stories Fables.
0: Um, something in be part, part a of trouble. the solution. It's something and something uh, like
2: bread and butter. It wasn't the the Good Prince.
0: No, it wasn't the Good Prince.
2: Huh.
1: No, sexy in seventeen.
0: No. no. Oh, I'm going to have to go look. Isn't there a book you could be reading right now? <laughs> <laughs> I read them all.
3: Yes. Uh, okay. But uh,
0: I, you know, I think coming in in the middle of a fable seems to be pretty darn difficult. Well,
3: I would say if you – I would not recommend anybody start that series without starting on one Yeah, going through it because it Which is, is e- a continual story and there's mm-hmm. character development. And it and has it. paid off. I mean it has oh, been
2: yeah. beautifully paced – Every promise that guy has made, he has paid off. You know, he wow. he, he followed wow. through. It has been a great, a great series. Jack of Fables has been fun, not quite as engrossing, but I mean because it no, it's, been, it's focused on one character. It's focused on one character who's an egomaniac. Uh, so, and it's kind of but he's good. Fun. Oh, but he's good. Nobody, you know, they made him kind of incompetent in this last arc. He really has oh, okay. all he's been doing is is um, trying to. He's just, while they're fighting a war. All he wants to do is eat tacos and. And sleep with as many women as possible. See,
3: that's my mission statement. It's
2: actually a plaque on Lon's wall. I've been there. I had it Wait, stenciled you on that? my door. You squeeze. need a mission
3: statement that you can remember.
2: It, it's, it's pretty simple. It's pretty simplistic. So, I love everyone I'm with, Derek. I know. Okay. The, uh, that may be, but... Uh, I meant tacos. So I, I, I love all the tacos. But I, I don't know God, I if tacos. this crossover yet will be as... Confusing, perhaps, to a newcomer. I don't know if it's a, if it's a jumping on spot, but we've said it on this podcast many times. If you haven't jumped on fables, go back, get that for. It's a gateway drug here, yeah. and and Anna has confirmed for us that's the book that gets people hooked more than any other. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll have to try. Because it. It's very accessible, and you and you and they can't. You know, they keep the trade paperbacks in stock.
1: I think they I got the money first doing one, that. and that first one just didn't keep my interest. But it's been a long time. Well, Maybe you, I'll give it yeah, another you're shot. You're not a very
2: whimsical man. Whimsical?
1: Yeah. I don't. Oh, is it a whimsical story? I think it's
3: kind of whimsical. I, don't, oh, I think the art yet bothered me. That's the first uh,
1: okay. issue, I couple issues, that. the art wasn't that great. So. Yeah.
0: Well, I felt that way about why when I first – Yeah, first Y's art at it.
3: the beginning is pretty weak. Not Pia Gera, Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But, but that's just well, Which
2: apparently, by the way, I should mention another comic book crossover. If you can get your hands right now on the Star Trek countdown yeah. that IDW had done. The trade just it's came out. It's the
1: Star Trek the countdown. trade is
2: sold out. Wow, really? the trade is sold out because everybody's starting to realize that this really is this is the prequel to the movie. The to the movie. It will explain a lot and a well backstory too, and it's a farewell to the next generation cast, and it's Aww. officially canonically the farewell to that cast. Yeah. So, no, the family
1: the guy. Family was. guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the farewell. Yeah, guy. I
2: watched Facebook that. I watched Artesian that this well. <laughs> <laughs> I week. I did watch that this week. Which deep. Hulu, apparently they had to take it down for like a week because I don't know which rights holder complained, but someone did. And so no, they have a uh, they have a specific agreement that says which ones they can keep up. For no, no what amount of yes, time. no, no, no. They had to pull it down. Oh. It, it would like they put it up for a day, and then they had to pull it down really? for a week while they were resolving the rights issue. And yes, it is up for another week or two, and it'll be taken down. But they finally were able to get it, get it, get it back on the site. No, but going uh, to
0: record it, way to go, thanks. Mm-hmm.
2: Hey, I'm doing what I can to make your life a little bit more miserable.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I guess it's sort of fair. Turnabout's fair play.
2: Since you are a six-time Hugo nominated. Oh, well, well, I'd forgotten about to mention uh, that. Oh, had you? I, yeah.
3: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, now we have time for a new. It's going to be an old segment. It's an old. What? segment. we're actually well, re- an old segment. We're actually revisiting a, a segment.
1: Yes, because I had time to actually
3: this, read these. So oh, it's going to be so Lon's s- quick hits. Okay, so what, what was I'm, it called before? It was going to be called Lon's Judgment it by, it, by, by Its Cover. cover. But I had time Um, to go through these. So So he's no longer judging by the cover. He's read six six pages of each one.
1: Uh, No, I've I've actually read most of them. Uh, Seven. Lon's Quick Hits, real fast. Uh, This week. You promised
3: me a theme song. Oh.
1: Quick Hits, Quick Hits. It's time for Lon's Quick Hits. Okay. Oh, yeah. So uh, Dark Mm. Rain Punisher. Better than I expected. The new series Mm that's out. Uh, the reason I picked it up, if we are going to judge a book by its cover, okay, uh, referencing the original Punisher War Journal cover with the Punisher in a similar stance, holding a giant cannon. This time he's aimed
4: at, at the, right the hood. Yeah.
1: And this is an interesting take on Punisher in the sense that it's Punisher going after supervillains now, which I think is cool. Um, I really like this because this uh, issue – single issue, I should say – Because it's classic Punisher. It's what you like. It even starts with him on the run from a group group of commandos. And he takes them out methodically. Methodically. Throughout the book. And then uh, the Hood sends some more people after him. methodistically. And there's a really nice cliffhanger at the end where an old Punisher character returns. Ah. Uh, Lon's quick pick is... That's a tease. Buy
3: it. Buy it. Buy it.
1: The next one on my list is Moon Knight. Judging a book by its cover. I had to pick it up because... There's two Mexican wrestlers fighting Moon Knight on the cover,
0: Lucha libre.
1: and that just right away makes me say, "I gotta buy this." But then after I flipped through it, I remembered, "Oh wait, it's Moon Knight." <laughs> and uh, who saved
2: just to the nick of time? <laughs>
3: yeah. There's one guy who can spoil the taste of Mexican <laughs> <laughs> wrestling. It's Moon,
4: Moon Knight. Yeah, indeed.
1: and if you notice the the title, <laughs> look mm-hmm. at Moon Knight's actual title is in in Mexican uh, colors. The black coincidence. The flag, flag. The flag yeah. of Mexican Mexico. Flag, yeah. yeah. So uh, – but I actually flipped through this. It's quite uh, – the art's OK, but overall story kind of drags and it doesn't really go anywhere. There's not even a lot of Moon night in it. Uh, that so that's rating? Pass. Ah, uh, OK. And then the last one, was going to transition in uh, a one-shot for Secret Invasion Aftermath starring – That's
2: a confusing title letter. Starring
1: Beta Ray Bill called – Not Nulled. the best
2: logo. I'm going to yeah. go with it. He's – I have to read that several times to figure out what the title was. Yeah, starring
1: it looks Beta like, Ray Bill, looks and, like and then birth called, or
4: something. It like,
1: yeah, Beta Ray Bill, also called The Green of Eden. So here's the complete title: Secret Invasion Afterna- Aftermath. Beta Ray Bill, The Green of Eden. That is the entire title. Um, flip through. The reason I was wow, quite well, not that itched?
0: the name of Tracy Jordan's. Uh Game on a uh, Thirty Rock. Yeah, it think so. It might have been oh,
1: the reason I picked it originally. It looked like it was going to be some good space battle. Uh, some of the artwork even looked kind of like classic wow. Walt Simonson. Yeah, mm. so I was kind of excited yeah. thinking. Oh,
2: that pencil definitely traced the original appearance. <laughs> you think so? It, yeah, yeah, that's really. It's not only classic. That is the original. <laughs> <one>. Wow. <laughs> <that's> <laughs>
1: so, so I was kind of thinking. Oh, we're gonna have some great space Busty. action here. As I get through it, the story is basically about him. Kind of encountering a group of scrolls that have worshipped scrolls. him or something and then they get killed. I love that. Um, I, scrolls
3: I, that worship Beta Ray Bill? If you
1: like Beta Ray Bill, I would say maybe this might be a decent read overall. But I again, it,
2: my question is is he still the black Canadian no secret of that identity at all. that they this gave This is all him, about him about All as Beta Ray true. Bill.
1: Here's the one problem though. Whoa, on' when the, is that last panel. This isn't the last panel. But, oh, but here, <laughs> wow. It says here on the very front – Rick, can you read that for me right there? Marvel One-Shot One. or Marvel One-Shot One. And then if you turn to the very last page – it continued says continued
3: in continued June. In June. Yeah, Beta Ray Bill, God Hunter, God yeah. Hunter.
1: So I guess we're getting another one shot of the same story, and this, this which would make it a two shot. Right into
3: what it. I wanted to talk about. all right, Marvel's get, been hitting us with one but shots but real fast for you into that. I would say pass. Okay, so Thank you pass you. on Beta Ray Bill. Yeah, what <laughs> about that Oracle picture? Well, we got to go
2: there. Oh, we'll, well get there. Yeah. We'll get there. That's okay. Another, so that's go ahead, story. Rick.
3: You want to talk? I'll lead in on this, and then people can batter it with like a like an evil pinata. Marvel's been doing like one or two or three one shots a month, and typically they're you know like a simple story. Wolverine um, gets a lot of them, and they they they're all like one, Marvel one shot number one, and they're, I'm 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 not finding many that are above like B list storylines. And like you just pointed out, a lot of them are cheats. They lead right into or they bridge to other stories, and I'm just getting a little sick of it. Well, uh, at first it looked like. This is a safe book to pick up if you just want one story. I'm
2: I'm going to argue the exception was the Matt Fraction Thor one shots. There were three. Yes, that were clearly those were early though. Those were early on. Yes, and I thought each one of those stood on their own. I would agree. You could lead into the next one, but all were were well written. They were much better written. Excellent books. But I, I. I would, I would not. I do not mind seeing it as a concept. I would rather that a creative team write a story that sort of stands alone, but can lead into another one, and release it when it's ready, just like you would a novel series. Exactly. I would rather that. However, I will agree with you if it's just crap in order to maintain a character's visibility, not popularity, but visibility on the stands, which is Marvel's thing. You know, they they've got like. It's it's more than a third of the of the shelf space. I even because I, I get a, a weekly uh, email from them, you know, like here's what's coming from Marvel this week, and it, it's like it's not even it's not even flagship characters. They're yeah. they're taking their market share from oh, Stephen King. That was the most brilliant thing they could have done convincing him. You know, it's and, so, and there's one shots for the stand, and there's one shots for right for uh, there are right. the one shots hour. for the what's
3: stand the- are are a little different because they're like. um they can be contained Appendix stories. Books. Yeah. Well, I guess, but yeah.
2: the, the thing is it's becoming its own little universe and then there's their, cl- their classics and then there's things like this. There's In just fact, s- I think
3: it's it's uh, Dark Tower they've done one shots so for. I don't think there, they've there, done mm-hmm. one for the stand. No, there's one There's one. Is is there for, one the, for stand the stand this week too. And, that's stupid. And,
2: and then you've got this, but there's also like four, even if that rampaging Wolverine, that, that black and white – right. Uh, which G Batman did once a, wa- uh, a while ago. So Marvel's doing that, but you look, there's at least three other Wolverine books on the stands right now. Yeah, on
1: Wolverine the, on. Though, is a terrible character in a one shot. That's stupid. But they
3: mm-hmm. always already, how many it. places is this a guy in a month? Yeah,
2: yeah.
4: but isn't the one and not one of
2: them turned out to be a scroll?
4: Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. but, but isn't the one shot uh, thing one that really started in the '90s by DC uh, in the period between uh, Zero Hour and? 9 a.m.? Uh, yes. Okay. The um, long, dark tea I mean, time of the soul. Were there yeah. like uh, – there were about uh, probably two or three one-shots a week at that point. We were getting – of all the stupid characters that – Well, that
1: know, might have been right when they were pushing that zero-hour right relaunch. To- and they always do They always do one-shots yeah. around a, a – uh, what do they call event. it? Uh, an event. <laughs> yeah. And this is a secret invasion aftermath. So this is almost like an epilogue. Well, and, and, that one, is. and
2: part of it is trademark protection. Yeah once you've got that you do have to do that otherwise someone can you know t- take it and and DC's done it Marvel's done it it's nothing. it is nothing new but it does seem especially now when you're paying 3.99 2 well 2.99 most but what's the cover on that what's the this cover is, of that? A, is that a 3.99 or 2.99 book 3.99 but $3.99. it is
1: it is a little larger than normal a little larger
2: but i'll say like last week and on the recommendation of uh of Car he emailed me and said you got to check out or it was honestly maybe it was a Facebook update that it, there was James Robinson the guy who wrote Starman did a Captain America special oh, really? a couple weeks ago okay so I was like oh I'm really excited I'm gonna pick that up three ninety nine I went back to, back onto the back issue shelves went okay I got it got it because I missed it the first time around because Marvel's doing one shots based on all their because the seventieth anniversary all their World War Two characters right there's the submariners
3: out this month, okay
2: out this week. so I have to decide I'm. I, I guess I'm okay with it, but three ninety nine for what it turned out to be like a fifteen sixteen page story, oh,
4: and then and then out.
2: and then reprints of Joe Simon, Jack Kirby, yeah, Captain America stories from the forties, right? I guess it was cool, but I was a little annoyed because what I wanted was, oh, I bought that book on the strength of James Robinson wrote a, a Captain America story. Yeah. I've got to read that, Eh, I spent four bucks on that. Yeah you know and the so backlash I,
1: begins well
2: i resent this now dc's combating that with there's like seven or eight books that are going to have these backup things so they're yes they are going to raise the price to 3.99 but if you're going to give me a full what was a full length story for the lead character and then give me a backup again with continuing like the question's going to be in detective yeah. um you know metal men we know will be in the back of of doom patrol that, those kind of things, where it's like, at least you're trying to compensate for.
3: That's a good, good. If those stories are not just entirely half-assed,
1: or for three ninety-nine, like throwing something like you know removable tattoos or something. You know what I mean? Or stickers. Well, remember when give think, us some extras? I think it was you know? when
3: comics made the fifty-cent leap. You saw a lot, or maybe it was twenty-five cent. Maybe it was twenty-five cent. A lot uh, of what them was were that,
1: during World War III. Or no, or that was or? during
3: uh, around the time Kirby was doing the Fourth World oh, stuff, right. and those books would have. Have 17, 18 pages of news stories, and they'd have another 15, 16 pages of reprints, mm-hmm. of pe- oh, yeah. spe- specifically the Kirby stuff, which would be the older uh, oh, news yeah. by Legion or whatever. Or even
2: mm-hmm. when you had the 100 page spectaculars where you'd yes. get one news story. I mean, honestly, I used to, that's how I got into the Justice Society and and the Those Seven spectaculars of The Seven Soldiers were fun. They're great, you know, and that was that was 50 cents. Or even when they went up to dollar comics, when they first made the leap up that, and those were the big ones. Where you had like adventure comics was six different features, each one was like twelve pages. You had, you got a lot of stories. Yeah. You got and it felt like it was a value, right? And but these and now
1: there's no value in comics anymore, right. is there?
2: Honestly, I hate to say it, I, it feels less and less. Well, hopefully I,
3: there's a backlash. I mean, I think too many people are just saying, "Oh, it's a one shot. I'll take a tr- chance on it because it's like I've got it all in one, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have to buy a second issue. I don't have to worry." The other about thing, though, it. too, is
1: if you like Beta Ray, like for example, I'm kind of like a you know, if you're a Thor fan or something, yeah. and you like Beta Ray Bill, and Beta Ray Bill is a good it. character, yeah, you'll yeah. buy it. It's it's fine, and it's you know, reading through it, I my initial thing is a pass, just because I'm I'm not really too keen on it, but. If you are you're a huge Beta Ray Bill fan, you might love it. So Okay. It's not entirely a loss to have
3: one shots. it's don't not, think. but the ones that say they're one shot <laughs> and they're a bridge or they are continued mm-hmm. or whatever, those are cheat.
2: Let's go back to that DC concept of the first issue special.
0: Yeah. Or yeah.
2: showcase. Those books were great. You take a shot.
0: Didn't they bring back
2: Showcase? That's where Prez. They, that, they brought Showcase back time from time to time. Is that where Prez came from? Uh, no, the Green Team was. Oh, that's um, right. So, right, yeah. uh, it was it was Atlas, suitcases Atlas. Suitcases full of money. Atlas, one of the villains in Superman right now. Atlas came, was the first issue of first issue special, a Jack Kirby idea. Then they gave equal time to Joe Simon with the Green Team. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Metamorpho had a shot. You know, it was just, they rotated through and see, you know, and it was like, hey, if you like this. Like I said, the only one that actually got a series out of it was Warlord. Was Warlord. I don't know why Lady Cop didn't make it. That was a good one. Lady
4: Cop.
1: Because uh, what's her name? Uh, Angie Dickinson. Angie, yes. Oh, no. It
4: was
2: totally. It was exactly. It was a ripoff of Policewoman. Ain't no
0: woman like a lady But I'll tell Cop. you why. But I'll tell
2: you why. Lady <laughs> Cop didn't work because Vinnie Coletta did the inking. Ooh. Oh. Yes. There. I
3: went there. On that note. Okay. We should take a look at Oracle may we we should may, may we. we bam
0: <laughs> oh fabulous
3: so this is battle for the cowl series wonder twit powers activate
1: <laughs> oracle number two and once again we are treated to a couple of oracles we're,
3: we're looking straight down Barbara Gordon's blouse on that cover there's, there's- that's a front clip
2: yeah, that, that's definitely a friend clip where she's wearing.
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, that more. is
1: a little button that could be... And un- she
2: is drawn to look someone like Dina Myers. So again, this is my thing where I mm-hmm. find myself and not only- strangely attracted to all portrayals of Barbara Gordon. But not even showing
1: Cleve, though... Oh, if we go down a little longer, yeah, we get a little
0: treat too.
3: So, yes. um, she's a sweaty woman too.
1: Yeah,
0: she is. She is sweating? Moist.
3: Yeah, she's moist. No, it's the reflection of the the electricity. I do not think so.
1: Uh, Where do you see drips of sweat? That's not no, sweat. I, think, I see that's glistening. That's she glistening. might have been buffed.
3: <laughs> yeah, look at the well, thing. Yeah,
2: she's been well polished. It's I, that's glistened. not reflecting off her glasses. It's no, glitter from not. the stripper oh, it's parlor. <laughs>
3: Barbara's wearing stripper glitter. She's gone through
2: the hot carnuba treatment. Mm-hmm.
3: So,
1: although I will say the character, the busty character at the end of uh, the first issue, is not back in this one. No, but uh,
2: Barbara, Barbara is. is. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I, I didn't pick up this uh, Oracle miniseries because I really, I didn't here w- she's holding a stick. She does that. I didn't like that they just kind of rushed As Birds of Prey of to, an, to an right. end just to do this. And it didn't make much sense. But There's ooh. an Animal Man backstory. Ooh, ooh, like Animal preview. Man. Preview for Animal there's Man. A oh, okay. There's a series coming. Uh, oh, the last preview. days of Animal Man will be set in the future. Uh, I can't remember who's writing Kind of like
1: Animal Man, the end? Yes.
2: That's stupid. I like Animal Man. Yeah. The other guy had an idea, and he thought Animal Speaking Man be good Speaking of, <laughs> oh. I think I noticed a new trend in Sh- D.C. Jiminy Christmas. We don't even wow.
3: s- her head is is that, on that, that page. supergirl
2: wow. That is just so We don't even
3: see her face. That
2: is so wrong. It's we, not only do we simple. not see her face, but what we do see is a bunch of the other superheroes, including Freddie Freeman, just staring at that bust.
1: And it says next, Oracle, The Cure. No, that's is that. Is that the cover? What's this? This
2: is the DC Nation 2 tra- Dan DeDio from Ian Sattler. Dan, here's the page from JLA Cry for Justice that we're using for DC Nation. Cry for. I think it's Cry you know, for Milk. I know you wanted to use one with all of the crazy gorillas fighting, <laughs> but this cover is going to get the crazy gorillas fighting. Uh, but there were too many good good ones to choose from two good ones james and morrow are really out i still can't believe that we're going to let them blank blank and blank it's i feel dirty just looking at this page any longer i'm sorry i can't i I suddenly lost interest
3: (laughs) interested i just wonder if the trade's gonna have that in it ah
2: okay anyway what else would you like to talk about let's
3: talk about some tv hey i love tv no movies I don't have any movies on my list.
2: Well, no, I do guess. Do you have a movie? Well, you know, um, what's her name? Scarlett Johansson uh, did oh. uh, re- did confirm that she's being fit for that little tight spandex and leather uh, jumpsuit for Black Widow okay. f- in Iron Man. All right. Um, yeah, I guess it really hasn't been any big casting news other than, what do we say, uh, somebody I didn't want to play Green Lantern really wants to play Green Lantern. But what is that? I, no, but I can't remember. It's just. Someone I don't want to play it.
0: David Strathairn. I'd be okay with that.
2: He'd make a good Sinestro, though. Are there oh, any yeah.
1: previews of Crank coming this week?
2: Uh, I have not. I, I doubt that we're going to get an invitation to
3: Crank. Is this Crank, crank or, or Crank Two. I, crank crank two. two. Well, I, I know they voltage. didn't.
0: They didn't preview the original Crank. So I don't they know. didn't. Yeah, I don't think mm. they're going. So I'm to sorry.
3: I, I I didn't see Crank, but I understand the premise of Crank was he's been injected with something and he has to keep a his poison. heartbeat heartbeat up at a certain level uh-huh. or right. he will die. So what's the premise for Crank? They uh, removed the heart.
2: He has a, he has a, uh, <laughs> an artificial heart, heart which must be kept juiced. Or he will die time. while he chases down the bad guys or the worse guys than him yes. who have his actual heart and the antidote.
3: So he's the Tin Man. Yeah,
2: I'm okay well, here's, with it. did you
4: ever see the original Crank? No,
2: but I'm going to say the things that scare me is that there have been a lot of interviews with that Asian woman, Bai Ling. Bai yeah. Ling. Yeah. Oh, she uh, in it? We talk about how she basically improvised her role and they said, Bai, you're so funny. Nice. And I am so scared of people, basically the early reports are, yeah, nothing she says actually makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> so it's kind <laughs> of funny because it's speed, just so look weird. Out, speed.
4: <laughs> Now, that's just racist.
2: <laughs> all I gotta do is,
1: any, I saw like all the previews and thought Crank looked ridiculous and stupid. I actually, watched the film and it was ridiculous and stupidly but good. fun. Yeah, I it would, was I so would. fun. Like so, I started watching. Going, this is terrible, but I love it. It's fun. It's great. And so now I'm stoked to see part two because if it's gonna be more over the top. Craziest. And I believe it's
2: the same filmmakers, so pretty much same guys. So I no, I'm am w- willing so to say I think it's going to be, be a good time at the fun. movies. I have no problem. It's it's not going to be a 17 again, but mm. you know it's what? well. You know what? Did shocking? you see that? No, oh, I, okay. I, I, I watched. Didn't see anything this week. I went
0: to a lot of movies and I've, I saw Adventureland and you were exactly right. Fantastic film. Um, Is that what you said? Yeah, but not marketed. But not marketed that way. Marketed no, that no, way. No. Yes, um, no. and I saw Fast and the Furious, which I thought. No, I think was it's just Fast and Furious. We
2: took the articles out,
0: which was shockingly decent. Uh, it oh, has it was, Paul Walker it. Yeah. But the most important mm-hmm. thing was... He is a dream. I have discovered Twilight.
4: No. Shut geez. up. And it no, is amazing. No, no, no. Chris. No. Okay, Chris.
2: Ow. <laughs> wow. Your whole segment whole just me- got edited out. <laughs> is
3: it a whole new medication or are you just changing the dosage? It is
0: fantastic.
2: I mean... Shut up. This is editing out. I can't I can't deal with it. Y- you will.
0: No. Because it's in your face. I okay, am glittering okay, in front okay. of you. <laughs> Chris,
3: you have a minute to make the case for... Pro- for for a Twilight starting now. Okay, so
0: here's the thing about Twilight that you don't understand. Okay, that's is it. that that wasn't oh, a minute? <laughs> really? That, sure give him his minute? Give him okay. his minute. Yes, starting is that now. It is a terribly constructed story made out of pieces of other terribly constructed stories, and yet when all put together with the Dreamboat Robert Pattinson and Kristen Stewart, it becomes genius and it's strictly because of one one thing whoever uh, wrote the script literally just said i am going to annoy all the fangirls and convert them to my vision and it worked it's brilliant times up done so i'm i'm doubly
2: disturbed so you read it
0: i read the book i will not deny this
2: did you enjoy the book chris yeah, the book was good think carefully the
0: book was decent wasn't terrible. I've read worse.
2: You're a Hugo-nominated
1: writer, uh, fan writer. You sure you want to go on record? This
0: uh, it's not going to hurt my oh, chances, and okay. it might pull in a couple of teens. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, because there've been reports all across the country, actually, of uh, twihards. That's what the yeah. Twilight fans, <laughs> oh, yes. so the Twilight fans, call themselves. They're the Twihards. Twihard with the There have been uh, reports of twihard uh, of great twihard. Uh, Twihard on anti-violence. Mm-hmm. They call wow. those who do not like Twilight anties. Antis. And teen girls have been beating up the teen girls that don't like Twilight and say it loudly on campus. They've yes. been beating them up. Yes. Wow. And and uh, Isn't the whole story about Twilight about love? And abstinence.
0: <laughs> um, but what's really important... I actually, will send
2: you a link to the website that pretty much could explain... Everything about it better than I could – although my theory – it totally goes with all my theories about it that we talk about on the air I do have to plug actually ago. a film,
0: uh, How to Be, which I announced at CineQuest a couple months back, which uh, has Robert Pattinson in it and is fairly good. It has uh, uh, Rebecca Pidgeon, uh, David Mamet's wife and so forth. Yes, she's not
2: very good. I liked her in it. <laughs>
0: but uh, it was amazing is that uh, there were a thousand squeeing fangirls to see this – you know, coming of age story just because of Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. and they absolutely loved it. It was the only time I've ever received "squee" as I walked on the stage, and it was awesome.
2: And it was not for you.
0: It was for me. Mm-hmm. It was for me because they understand because they thought connected.
2: they thought you were Robert Pattinson. <laughs> yes, which is really horrifying. <laughs> really weird. Wow, he's also playing young Salvador Dali, and, and there's a biopic coming out. That's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. So. um Should we move on? Uh, Yeah, because like I said, there's the the, yeah. I guess there's really not a lot. uh, Dollhouse movie news, movie news, but TV. Go ahead, Dollhouse, Dollhouse.
3: Dollhouse. So there was the rumor earlier this week that Dollhouse was canceled. That they weren't going to show the last episode. This came from. Because of uh, Felicia Day's mm-hmm. Twitter. Post-apocalyptic
2: and, uh, finale. Which
3: got picked up by everybody. And then they announced that it was a misnumbering thing where the first episode that was never shown was reshot was actually number one. And they – anyway. So apparently they are going to show the episode she was in. And uh, they are going to finish with all the shows that – Yeah, had maybe. Had. What
2: it, what had actually happened with that That. Joss Whedon's calling it the post-apocalyptic season finale. Okay. That what he says now in an interview he gave that was released today is that um, that he had shot exactly to you say. They renumbered the pilot. Therefore, it was like they had the right number, but Fox asked him to go back and add one episode for overseas, which has happened many times. That's why Twin Peaks originally had an actually different solution mm-hmm. to its pilot episode right. because it was released theatrically. So he said, "Use the same same set. Brought in Felicia Day with with a whole different cast of characters, using the same set like 20, 30 years in the future. So uh, it actually doesn't. It connects, but in kind of a you know conceptual way, it doesn't need to be shown as the as the season finale to Dollhouse. It doesn't actually make anything make more it doesn't sense. Add closure to the. It series. doesn't add closure to the series. And in fact, in this interview." Joss Whedon says, no, Fox has not said that it's canceled, has not told them that it's canceled, and that he's still got his fingers crossed that he's going to get a second season. But I would say to those of you who are going, Joss, and the fandom is like this, Joss, how could you trust Fox again? It's like, let me let you, Rick Brettschneider, go back into podcasts where by the third episode you said... Uh-uh, fooled me twice. No, shame on me. I'm not going to watch it anymore.
3: No, I never said that. I said, I'm afraid it's not going to make it. I know I will watch it all because it's Joss, but I will wa- I, I, I'm will. not feeling good about it.
2: IBM presents, you make the call. Stephanie Rodriguez, go back and find
3: that. <laughs> you. I, that's, I believe you said you weren't going to watch it any further. Seriously? No, I said I'd watch every episode of it. And well, I remember that. And the
2: point is that you're the diehard Joss fan. My point is... That that people who aren't diehard Joss fans, which outnum- outnumber us by yeah. a million to one, oh, yeah. um, are the ones that actually watch television and, aka, also don't watch television. And right. it's a business. And if nobody's watching the show, Fox would be stupid to keep it on.
3: And that's part of my part of my equation there. I'm just saying if it's too weird and it's not cohesive, if it's too weird for norms, and it's not cohesive enough for fans. Norms, we have, oh jeez. For fans. <laughs> this
2: is the first time in my life I've not been a norm! Yeah, um. if, it's, if,
3: it's, if it's too weird for norms and it's not cohesive enough for what are fans, we? What it's are we gonna if it, just going to
2: fail. Well, the problem is... Can we have a cooler name than fans? Yeah, it's yeah, norms versus what? Come on. Specials. Ooh. Specials. specials. Yeah. But uh,
0: the big thing, I watched the last... Spuggles. I watched Fanboys. the first three episodes, tuned out, watched the most recent episode. Yeah. And I have to say one thing, I thought this was a terrible episode
3: this last one with
0: great. the exception was of the two minutes Dominatrix at the beginning thing? where it was obvious joss picked up a book or looked at a website that explained the theories of dom yeah. of dom sub work and just had to work it in yeah and hey it gives us Elijah you that's think that's the, the first time
3: he's ever figured that out
0: i think it's the first time he's ever thought that he's been you know specifically it's been that crowbarred in right it was so obvious but i have to say uh i did like that in the recall later <laughs> <laughs>
2: Okay, well, thank you for adding dignity to the uh, proceedings. <laughs>
1: all i, I, I got to say is how can you – okay, I would think Dollhouse tests even all the Joss fans who aren't Eliza Dushku fans because she just kills it. You yeah. know what I mean? So I don't well, even think Joss fans are – Right,
2: so I so was going say – Well,
0: Faith fans are, are rabid fans. If uh, you if you look at the – Yeah, they're not even Eliza
2: well, Dushku right. fans. Yeah, they're they're Faith, Faith fans.
0: But she's not playing Faith. Doesn't
4: matter. Doesn't matter.
3: Oh, okay. But and, the, the other thing about it is the last few issues episodes, they have been bringing in the rest of the ensemble cast. And they've been yes. developing the characters more, which is what it needed to happen earlier. And because I like, the first episodes were entirely focused do they on deliver, the doll.
1: Now, do they deliver their lines just like she does? No, much better. No. She's I, I do like Black awful.
3: Giles. Uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: I think he's, he's really good. Um, <laughs> what? It's true. Yeah,
2: so. I understand. And I know yeah. which character. You, it's Harry Lennox. But still. Yes.
3: Yeah. And the whole thing about the, uh, the 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 woman who's leading, the woman who's in charge, having mm-hmm. one of the dolls sent over for herself. Yes, and that was that was a good that was a good episode. Yeah. yeah, but you know, and most the of the
2: but most of the public, though less snarky and rude, are Michael Goodson, and yeah. you know that after the first episode he went, nah, and <laughs> that was it. So, right.
3: but I don't think he went. He would have gone for the first Firefly and for the first Buffy too. So. That's not tr-
1: well, mm, yeah, so d- true. Well, first Buffy was the first Firefly, though technically wasn't the first Firefly. I know, but when I because I actually saw the no, first Firefly, I went, eh, yeah. But when I saw the actual first Firefly, but I'm gonna I'm to yeah. say On the DVD, no, I went. He was wow, the guy. He has
2: always been the guy. Actually, was hardcore defender of Firefly. Buffy, he came late too, but that's because he was not really in fandom. It was the comic books, and then he went, oh, this Buffy show, yeah. and and then started going back and watching it. So, you know, I so again, whatever happens with dollhouse, I'm like I, I can't you can't blame Fox for that. Um there's also the rumor another producer said, you know, Sarah Connor Chronicles haven't be, have not been canceled even though that rumor has was published in Entertainment Weekly and the producer saying that that the writer who said that Entertainment Weekly has apparently announced its cancellation three times, including at the end of the first season and he, and they 're like you know i 'm just waiting for him to tell us what my, what we 're doing next then Well, uh, well <laughs>
0: the, as it was reported later that it was it was cancelled for the second season at one point that it was a understood thing and it even was spoken of in programming and then and then, they're, and then they pulled back and then their reason.
2: ratings went well because the ratings spiked up. So then people started watching, and I think the thing is right now, Fox has got to watch that because you've got Terminator Salvation coming, and then people are. If, we, are oh. <laughs> we are done
1: professionally, man. We are done.
2: What? Okay. That, Christian Bale. It's a Christian oh. Bale reference. Yeah. I see. You know, I've not, I know, I just actually have. You're a cool guy, man, but I we are done. <laughs> I haven't listened to the tape. I, you know. Tape? We, we should move there. on
3: because we got two more things. there? The, we're, 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 we're wrapping right, up here. All right, go ahead. So you said Planet of the Dead.
2: The Doctor Who Easter special, yep. in which at the beginning he said, I've never quite managed to make it to Easter, but I w- although I was there. He says, and what really happened was, and this is where Lon goes, looks at a Toy Fair magazine. Um, this brought in Michelle Ryan as the companion, Ooh. who was a bionic woman, and she was a sidekick in the Jekyll miniseries that Stephen Moffat did on BBC. She's it hot. was pretty good. Yeah, she's, she's really hot. And she's clearly playing a character that's kind of meant to be like Lara Croft. Um, she's a disaffected noblewoman who s- steals artifacts from museums for the thrill.
3: Now, is she a companion or just somebody he runs into in the episode? Yeah, he's
2: a, it's set up that she she could be brought back. Okay, but she won't. I don't, she don't doesn't think go she, anywhere with. It. I don't, don't. She wants to. Oh, she's okay. Catherine okay. Kate. She re n- in the no. the Christmas. Oh, in the oh, Christmas. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, the Runaway Bride episode. She was a setup. Um, yeah. she really wants to go along and he doesn't. And I, and I honestly get tired of that little, which has been this theme the last few right. companions of like, they always leave. Yeah, okay, get over it. You're 900 years old. Of course they do. And they go on and, and get regulars and other And you TV love series. Sarah Jane too. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, you know. But as I was watching, I was thinking the one thing for those of us who are already hating Matt Smith before he said an, a bloody word. <laughs> beforehand. Is that, you know, they also have a really good out realizing that somewhere down the road, even if you regenerate David Tennant into Matt Smith, there's that alternate universe doctor who's mortal, but is still David Tennant, and you could, if they could reach peace, because the rumor is really it was he just asked for too much money yeah. um, that you, that you know you could bring him back in a special and it would still be like in that continuity later down he could team up you know crossover you could you, know, you could get he, him back it's but science wouldn't.
3: fiction man he's human now he could be a time lord again yeah. all the yeah. is get the oh, right, yeah. right engrams or he, whatever. yes exactly you
2: know. the, yeah, the the right brownian motion particles Hosen yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 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 Bigs uh, so or
0: Boson
4: Higgs, 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 Higgs Boson
2: whatever. I'm confused because somebody referenced to a boson's chair today to me. I <laughs> so like, I see these two articles together. Anyway, um, so they go to a plant. They he's not in the TARDIS. He's taking a bus ride because he's tracking down uh, time space anomalies. And, uh, and so you he, always do that on a bus, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it was just a silly little thing. And it's one of those shows where some of the setup you just go, oh, that's right. It's supposed to be a children's show, and it's, yeah. so, it's so easy to forget that that's really what its focus is supposed <laughs> to be. Uh, but it's got a good alien alien race. Two alien races introduced that are kind of kind of cool. A concept is kind of fun. Michelle Ryan, though, as you say, she's attractive. I, she's never as an actress quite crosses over into the. Wow, she's, she, she never strikes me as dynamic as everybody who writes for
3: her seems to want her to be. Yeah, I didn't get anything from her in the Bionic Woman. I only
2: watched the first couple of episodes of Bionic yeah. Woman and it was just, uh, that left me cold. And I felt this here, she's supposed to be this, I mean, if she's like Lara Croft, although I understand the Lara Croft is kind of cold too. Yeah. Um, and, but she's just never quite comes to life. It's like she's a doll that should be, her personality should be hotter to match how she's being written, and she's yeah. just not. So I was kind of, I was a little torn. I was glad to ha- see the episode. It was fun. It just didn't quite grab me as much as it as it, it, I really wanted to be grabbed. And what I, about and, and then Ernie? What's the Hudson Ray no, Junior? No, 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 the British comedian Lee. I'm oh, sorry, Ernie. Ernie was one of the characters in of the Movie. Since uh, you're Ernie Ford? Lee Evans. Oh, Lee Evans. The, the the British stand up comic who was in Mouse Hunt, and he had a. He was in something – there's something about Mary. So he's in there as a unit scientist who hero-worships the doctor. Oh, cool. So when they contact – when he contacts the unit, it's like – He's, he's a fanboy. He knows all a, about him. Well, that's, that really is it. It's so like, you're on your – It's like okay. – It is totally a commentary on Doctor Who fandom to have this guy like, oh, I did <laughs>
4: and
2: he can barely function to save the day even though you know it's what he's got to do. So – that was nice. Of course, it went into competition with the revival of – or the return of Red Dwarf, Back right. to Earth, uh, shown in three parts, uh, three uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday in England. But through the magic hour, of the hour ether, parts. half hour, okay. half hour.
3: So 90 minutes, easily collectible as a movie.
2: Yeah. Um, hard to say. One thing that was really driving me crazy through it and I had to go back into the Wikipedia to see did I miss something – now you're a long-time Red Dwarf fan, Chris I love Garcia. Red Dwarf, yes. How many seasons were there? Uh Depends. No, let's uh, say count everything is. You okay. know Don't count any American thing. Seven. Officially eight. Officially eight. Okay. The last one where they were on the the reconstituted yeah. was was season eight. Was season? Eight, okay. But this keeps referring to, and because it's very uh, meta, textual, and aware, self-aware, postmodern. At postmodern, it refers to seasons nine and ten, which don't exist. Hmm. And I found that a really cheap way out. It's one thing to just say it's been nine years later and things happened, instead, but they don't explain that where they left they left it on this cliffhanger. Which I know they've kind of, they had done in a couple of seasons too, where they sure. just sort of had this little thing where oh this happened and in the three scroll months. goes by and the, the first episode. They didn't even bother with that. Incredible they amount of they tech. just yeah. they just keep explaining the way in terms of a non-existent seasons nine and ten. Okay, and I, I was just kind of annoyed by that. So that started bugging Doesn't me. go. It's I supposed to be a joke. I know. Well, be, yeah, it, and and the the meta-textual thing was just kind of like it started getting a little cutesy and too much one of the things is that they you know they do go back to earth they go back to 21st
3: century earth dude ambush bug is one of your favorites i know but that's ambush bug okay
2: because you know what ambush bug is funny and unfortunately (laughs) this red dwarf really wasn't there we cut right to the chase and they really upped the special effects but they took away no live audience no real laugh track but they were still performing it to be time for people to react to jokes and therefore, it's just got the – it's just kind of lagged. Did they
3: have the chemistry between the characters still? Because it's been a not while. Not quite as much.
2: Okay. Not You know, it was clearly were kind of getting back in. So it that's is. really what made that And show. I'm going to be honest. Not enough Cat and Crichton for my taste. That's okay. a personal thing. I'll what say about, it right there. What about Hilly or – No, so they, they excused away Hilly. The, the computer doesn't exist. Really? And instead, they create a, a Russian hologram who comes in in the first episode and then says – "Sent them 21st century Earth where it's our world basically – and and it's a different world. Uh, but they you come but down. they pick up the DVD of Back to Earth and they read that they that they do, it's like in best Blade Runner fashion. So there's all these like really laborious Blade Runner references, which the first couple were funny. Like the cat suddenly starts making little origami <laughs> things and leaving them everywhere he goes, and he doesn't even know what he doesn't even realize he's doing it. And, and that was funny. They go to a comic shop and they you know face themselves and they go to the set of East End. You know, and it's all just kind of like. Okay, it's, it's clever enough, but then it just kind of bleh. Yeah. I'd like to see more because I like them. And this felt like, yeah, they'd
3: been so rusty being together that – It wasn't like a special episode yeah. the way it might have been. Yeah. And you really wanted a continuation of the series. Hmm.
2: And it was also – it was definitely also a promo for this Dave TV. They keep talking about this network, Dave TV, uh-huh. that's been largely, I guess, reruns – so it's kind of like a Channel 44 for us or something, you know. It's a UHF channel for England, which they really haven't had before, and it, but it runs Red Dwarf reruns, and this is the first time they've invested in a big original production. Or, original production. Yeah. And but it keeps they keep talking about how great Dave TV is, and it just became so much padding on the back that I was like, uh, come on, just tell the story, give me some jokes. Well, let's talk about a story
3: where they gave us some jokes. Big Bang, the Theory. Bible. The big bang theory this you week. You Shut your filthy
2: <laughs> troll pie hole. Write yeah. in to editor at <laughs> fanboyplanet.com. You say I hate Chris Garcia, I will Okay. Just agree. Anyway, go ahead.
3: <laughs> big bang theory this week.
2: A love letter to us.
3: Oh God. Just anything can happen Thursday.
2: Anything can happen Thursday. They go they go show they show us they show the guys in the comic book store. And with with Penny, but um, it, it was just so many continuity jokes well, like who's going to I mean, people probably yeah. find it funny as I'm wincing about the you know, you want was well, just like get my nephew a book, uh, pick up exactly. a comic what book, does he like? Spider-Man, you want sensational Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man, spectacular Spider-Man, Spider-Man, 2099, <laughs> ultimate Spider-Man, which <laughs> you know, marvelous tales of Spider-Man. Was I the only one that
1: found that offensive? Yes. Do you feel profiled? I just feel like, you know, they're taking <laughs> the comic book patron customer stereotype. Okay, what
2: I found offensive about it was that they were all geeks. I will agree with that. Everybody in the shop was like – yeah. They did the old. They were emotionally damaged oh, uh, mothers' sweatpants. boys. Captain sweatpants. The, the the they did they did that same old joke of Penny walks into the Nealer store
1: nerds and-, and everybody.
2: But in Los Angeles, you know that's not true. At Earth Two, in fact, uh, Judd, the uh, you know, Carr has been on the has done podcasts with me, but Judd uh, is the uh, the other owner of of Earth Two, and he writes a column for um, Comic Book Resources, which he's talked about. There are. Adult film actresses go into the comic shop because they're fans you know
3: he's got customers it's no longer I'm sure when Jenna Jameson walks in the store the all the rest of all the comic guys don't stop and stare I'm sure but that, you know but oh, I guess but the Jenna. point
2: the point is that it's not strange anymore that a an attractive woman would walk into a comic shop Look, like you go to comic con you see that you know. You yeah, know. Just, I'm You're gonna just go tired. this year, though.
1: I'm gonna try. I'm just tired of my brethren. My brethren. Mm-hmm. How do you pronounce that? I
2: don't brethren, brethren. brethren. I don't care that we look like that stereotype. That's true. We do,
1: but we're not as geeky as that. I don't like you, for example. Wouldn't be all with Spider-Man. D one. D one. Granted, that's Sheldon's character. Whatever, but. How far is it gonna go, people? Well, how, many, I would how say, many people is it gonna hurt?
2: But I would say that one thing when she's she picked up well, how about this book? And she says, Well are you up to date with Final Crisis, Infinite Crisis, <laughs> and you know what I was like, Yeah, I've been that guy. I've yeah. been Sheldon. I, you know, I yeah. and, 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 and,
3: or, Well there was a guy who says, Oh, what what's what's a sixteen year old boy want? Sixteen year old girl.
4: Yeah.
3: I think was, it was a thirteen year old. That's
1: why I kinda was sitting there going, You're gonna give a thirteen year old boy
2: Hellblazer, really? Isn't that kind of morally wrong? Was, no, actually, now I yeah the coolant would I would I, I, I really? which was Penny's goal yeah. yeah.
1: But as a shop owner, aren't you supposed to not give that to children?
2: She's not a
3: regular customer.
2: I'm just saying. And I don't think the original, uh, <coughs> the original trade paperback was. Uh, oh, there was. Was, there was it always for for mature audience? Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah. So, so
1: right there just breaking a couple no-nos that we in the, and the real people the stuff going on The that. real people in the comic world would sit there and scoff at like Phew. no no real comic book shop owner would oh here
2: take this and give it to your young kid but no. as far as you know, that,
0: until right now I had never heard a actual
2: sound of a scoff and <laughs> there <it> was <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well it's also allergy season. Oh, yeah,
3: so true. you talk about a real comic book store and we talk about the dressing the set dressing of that show does and that was just that was a incredible. good well incredible. And I
2: think I think modeled after Earth Two. I because the, the layout was very similar, uh you know, not identical, but enough of it was like, Yeah, that's I, I think it's possible because Earth Two is a shop near the Warner Studios. But look at let's compare and and, and remember and so all the reference they make except for the Spider Man is the books they actually show are all Warner but Brothers, let's compare
1: yeah, the comic DC. shop in uh what's a, what, Big Bang Theory to let's say the comic shop we saw recently in Heroes which shop. I haven't caught up and seen but. Okay, but Seth Meyers and Brecken Meyer right. is that any Brecken Meyer?
0: Seth Meyers and Seth, Bl- Green. Seth Green and Brecken Meyer
1: playing two relatively not nerdy guys. I mean they're still They've got their fanboy on, mm-hmm. but they're not nerdy like. Oh, excuse me, let me find the thing. You know, it's like, right. and that's kind of how I've it was never played. Never
2: heard any of us talk like that. <laughs> well, just me. Long. I'm just saying. Let me that, find the
1: thing. Oh, well, you want to get Ooh. Hellblazer? But uh, you know what I'm saying. So there's a I realistic give him a swamp
2: thing. <laughs> there's a realistic portrayal. Let's just finish the whole part hey, it's like, it's
1: like, no. no. Oh, what no. oh. backs are you in? <laughs> okay. For... You had a point here. Let me get your comics. <laughs> I'm just saying, the real comic book people don't talk. About... Here, let's bring over Steve. Steve, come here. Hey guys, how you doing? See? Oh, darn it! Hey. <laughs> you on that bit.
4: <laughs>
1: See what I'm saying? I do. That's <laughs> <laughs> good satire, <center>. anyway. <laughs>
3: I did love the coffee bit at the end. She's got coffee. she may have decaf. She's looking for decaf. <laughs> she doesn't know, me, He doesn't yeah. know what coffee
2: means. Does he? <laughs> it's so cute. But I like that they have that big argument back. So I win. I mean, <laughs> it was just like that's it. It, it. You know, yes, it was. It it was insulting to us. I thought about this too. But this is the Hollywood thing. The joke about you know Raj picking up the heavy girl at the <laughs> yeah. that was the other thing that
1: offended me. Yeah, what, okay. Indians can only score heavy chicks? I mean, no, come on. that's not at no. all true. No. No. No.
2: Exactly. But r- but we know Raj has difficulty with women. It was just that... he like-
1: scored hotter
2: women on that show.
1: Yes, he has. Yes. So that yes. I didn't believe he has,
3: either. He hasn't been in the coyote ugly uh, position. <laughs> but she was...
2: <laughs> you know, she wasn't ugly. Don't she was. tell me she wasn't ugly. Okay,
0: she wasn't. Let it us was. not do this on the air, oh,
3: okay.
2: I will make you weep.
1: Okay. All right. Go ahead. Anyway...
0: I'd like to see that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyways,
1: yeah. I'm just saying.
3: I yeah. th- it was just probably one of the best episodes ever. I I really enjoyed it. I think we should go out on that.
2: Okay, got, that's the end of our. Well, list. if you if you agree with us or disagree or you want more, Chris Garcia. Hi. Oh, <laughs> good Lord. Uh, he's got to chill. Somebody's I just t- heard the sound of a snort. Yeah, that, that was snort. Mm. Uh, right into editor at fanboyplanet.com. I am Derek McCaw, editor in chief of fanboyplanet.com.
0: I'm Chris Garcia, six time Hugo nominee. Damn it!
2: Just to stick it in your craw a little bit more.
1: <laughs> that is, my craw hurts I quite a bit. I'm Lon Lopez, and don't forget to check out me and Chris actually wrestling in a benefit show for Easter Seals uh, next Sunday. At the uh, Fruitvale, Sunnyvale Gym at uh, 3 o'clock.
2: That's Fruitdale. Is that real? No. no. Oh, that had been great. I
4: <laughs> we should
2: totally sponsor that. Well, Chris was a professional wrestler once. We
0: totally would have run out of an angle, had we? Yeah, <laughs>
4: yeah that right. Actually
2: I'm sorry, yeah.
0: I would have, like, ripped a issue of Punisher and then I would have gone down
3: He You didn't pay for that. Anyway, go ahead. And I'm Rick Snyder, reminding you to use your powers only hello dam dam and thanks once again to the great Luke Ski for use of his music in this podcast Visit LukeSki at l u k e
4: s k i. dot com. Earth 2. Hey, my buddy. Uh... Did you listen to that
2: last week, how <laughs> Goodson went off on this big riff about, like, Hugo nominated one of one of our own actually has some recognition, and all we do is cut him to shreds. That's right. I came to your rescue. Not very vehemently. I I said. I said everybody cuts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't so much a rescue as a justification for us behaving the way we do.
0: And why do you think I got these things?
2: There's anything that can happen Wednesday? So let's not, not wait. All right.
1: Have you seen these new toys that are coming out? You can buy Terminator uh, things for your. Skin. <laughs> I didn't know they
2: were going to release that in the United States. I thought that was just Japan. That's awesome. Yeah. But that is awesome.
1: Okay, I haven't gone through yet. No, nope, there's get... that
2: thing we all got to. Well, we all got to get a Comic Con. Oh.
1: What's that?
3: Oh, this is the Zan and Jana with Bleak. Ooh. They look a little scary
2: doesn't matter. You can only get the monkey at San Diego. You'll be able to get Zan and Jaina later, but you can't get the monkey anywhere else.
1: Wow. Galeek, huh?
2: So are we going to totally abuse our privileges as press getting in early during the day?
1: No, we don't have any advantage because everybody else gets in on, what do you call it, day.
2: Well, that's true. I, also have I want a monkey day. I, have no, I have no booth, even though apparently Catastrophic's going to be there with a the booth. It's a 12-inch Rocketeer action figure
3: you know i have to uh I have to.
2: and blackula
3: you damn you know, right. I, I can live without Blackula. <laughs> and you know I, the, my problem with the 12 inches is the costumes just never come out right although i you know what i have i can't believe A we just up. bonded over there oh please don't give me that
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's awesome what is it dexter, dexter action, action figures can, oh, crap. or the set of knives
1: <laughs> yeah doesn't look like them but it looks it's more like Walter too, Koning a little too. A little, too, does, a little yeah. too. I actually. When you
3: showed me that, I thought, "Is that a young?"
2: Walter it's enjoying Koning? evil too much, which is not very dexterous. That's not but, my dexter. But you love evil. That's not the point. Anyway, go ahead. And I'm Richard
3: <laughs> Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when your name's a punchline. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Brett Snyder, if only he knew what that meant in finish.
3: And, and we're Rick, finished. And I'm Rick Brett Snyder, reminding you to use your powers only for good. Wow, that was overmodulated. What is wrong with you?
4: Nothing. <laughs> I said.